What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Last Gift Podcast. I'm Ace, and he's right this way. There you go. You know, he could do his own introduction, right? Dude, dude, I've been doing every single introduction. But he's, he's the USF National Alumni President Flash. And today we have a full pack. We have the NHL back actually today. First time in a couple of weeks we've had them because we got some big news coming out from MLB Free Agency and the NHL season update. You know, it's already been almost eight weeks into the season already. So thought we'd give them a, back a shot at it. We're going to react to the college football playoff rankings, all these head coaches moving around. They're playing musical chairs, it feels like sometimes, but I have a feeling the NFL is going to top that this week with the quarterbacks. And we want to know what, what happened and why a certain team hired a certain coach. I want to know about that. We'll talk about that in the college football section as well. Um, Yeah, my Seabirds let me down again. We'll talk about that as well. Aces is going through his fields with the Saints again, as always. And yeah. Oh, they're not as pathetic the as the Seahawks. The Buccaneers win win a game as we all knew was going to happen. And yeah, that's really it. Hit it, peeps. No, let's like, oh, share, yeah. subscribe. Like, share, subscribe. Be a friend. Tell a friend. Spread the word. And update: there is no running gun tomorrow because we are on high. Us, we finished our season last week. We'll be back in January. Sadly, since FAMU's uh, football season has come to end, no more JP breakdowns on the games. I'm sure he'll find something else, though, to give you content. He'll probably pop in here and there on the show today to give his thoughts on some issues that have came up around, especially some bad issues, I think, that happened in the FAMU Southeastern yeah, Louisiana there, there, game. There, there was a, there, there was There's some, some bad that stuff down, that happened there. That, that, that went down with fans and it involves kids and families. We will talk about that and express how shameful it was on the other fan base. But, but with all due, well, all that happened, hit it. Hit it. Let's just kick this off. I'm just going to say this right now. Um, the Seabirds are done this season. They're just done. Russell oh, yeah. Is, is not in it. I, I think um, ever since I served you, I don't think he's not even completely accurate. I think he's just messing around. I don't think he's not even taking things seriously. And, yeah, I, I'm just going to leave it as that. I am just completely disappointed in my Seahawks that we lost to a, a team without a mascot, for crying out loud. Without a name, not a mascot. Without a name, a name and a mascot. They lost to the, got, they lost to the football, football team. team. The football team. And and also, what the hell happened with Russell Wilson since that finger surgery? I mean, I know he he might be still hurt. I mean, should, should, should I probably point that out a little bit? He probably is still hurt while he's playing through the pain. Uh, at I this mean, point, I, I would rather see Geno Smith at this point if Russell Wilson's going to play that bad. If he's going to play that bad, I mean, it's a bit extreme. Well, I know it's a bit. There was extreme. an interest. There was an interesting stat I saw that um. 
J.D. McKissick and Antonio Gibson had combined more touches, 48, than the Seattle Seahawks offense had plays. Also, prayers up to for McKissick. So. That did not look good at all. Prayers up for that, man. Yeah, prayers up for J.D. McKissick. But I, was, I was just saying, even with McKissick getting injured, the um, – the Seahawks didn't even – they had less plays on total offense than the, 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 only, the, the, the football team good, had running backs. Had. The only thing that came out good out of that night was that Blitz Boy had his, had his second pick of the season. And, yeah, it's and kind it was, of prophetic that Blitz it, Boy it, it, has it zero sacks. It, 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 was, it, it was not even a direct pick, too. It was just a toss-up. But, I mean, a pick is a pick, but still. That is the only thing that good that came out of that. I just it's so pathetic. He has now got more career interceptions, more career interceptions than Vince Wolfwork. <laughs> so I mean, that's, that's pretty pathetic. Still. All right, let's keep it moving, Ace. I don't want to. Talk yeah. All right. What's who? Who's our next rant topic? Uh, let's talk about your Saints. Oh God. What's not to talk about? They're. I don't know who's more pathetic right now: the Seabirds or the Saints. Seabirds. I mean, Saints got a uh, reason actually, for being no, bad. No, no, I'll take that back. The, the Saints with uh, wait, um, Trevor Simeon is worse than the Seahawks. I'll say that much. But whoa, whoa, if, if Jason, whoa. What if Jason Hill here? comes back, the Seahawks are way worse. I, they say right Jason Hill's going to start. It's, it's looking very likely that Jason Hill's going mean, to start. I mean, you might as well start Jason Hill at this point because – I want to start Ian Book. Forget Taysom Hill. I want to start Ian Book. I thought you were for Taysom Hill a few weeks ago. Ace, what happened? Uh, for a few weeks ago, but then I realized he got that contract, and if he starts enough games, he's going to get paid $22.5 million. And that's oh. a no-no. No, no, no. We want Ian Book. Just all enough time to decide between uh, Russell Wilson and Jameis Winston. All right, Stank Bastard, you hear this? If you want the Saints to do miserable even more, let's, let's have um, Trevor Simeon or... Uh... Or Taysom Hill start. I forget that thing, bastard. All right, let's talk about this. Uh, you want to talk about Lamar? I mean, what the hell with the Ravens, man? They he throws I four picks Lamar, coming off I'm his uh, keep... illness again, and they still somehow managed to win because they have the goat, the greatest of all time at kicker, Justin Tucker. No offense, Adam Vinatieri. You want Tom Brady three Super Bowls? We won't get into that, but still, or two Super Bowls, but still, Justin Tucker still one. Well. He's top two, maybe not two, at, at at the kicker position all time. So it's debatable between him and Vinatieri. Vinatieri has some insane. Vinatieri's won Super Bowls, so that's the one thing Tucker hasn't got yet. Well, I mean, I mean, football is a team sport, all right. I mean, you could say Super Bowl is this, Super Bowl is that, but Super Bowl is not as crazy as relying on a kicker. Uh, it, I mean, if you. I have if the quarterback gets into the, like the thirty yard line and you need, and you're down well, to to win I mean, the Super Bowl, you, you kind of need a kicker to hit a field it's goal. It's a team sport overall. If we're going, I know individual accolades. I mean, Justin Tucker should have a say in being number one. Especially I mean, the Saints lost two games or three games this season because they didn't even have a kicker who can hit an extra point. Cough, cough. Brian Johnson sucks. What? <laughs> what the hell? Why well, is my wife keep showing up? Technical difficulties. Let's talk about our boy Cam Newton, man. That boy Cam Newton's health faded. That boy Cam Newton faded worse than Christian McCaffrey's health. Like, no, it's not his like, health that faded. It's no, no, his, no, it's uh, playing versus uh, McCaffrey's health. Oh uh, yeah, I yeah, you, you kind of ruined I it there, bud. You I, I, ruined I it. I, I botched it worse than Cam Newton's game because Cam Newton went from five or twenty something as there a quarterback. 
how could you go five for 20 something as a quarterback? Like at that point, I'm surprised I didn't even hear news that uh, that Cam Newton has gotten cut yet. I thought he would have gotten cut. No, nah, he's, he's like, in, uh, they said he's still the starter. A starter still? Interesting. I mean, the I don't Panthers know. I mean, are gonna, the Panthers are going to be done this season. They've lost every game without McCaffrey. They're done. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean, I don't think Cam Newton is the same guy anymore. I think at this point you'll probably see him. He like hasn't been the same team. guy since he had the uh, was it shoulder injury back in like yeah. 2018. Yeah, he hasn't been the same since. I mean, at this point, we're going to see Cam Newton on the SEC network with Tim Tebow soon enough. Back to where it all began. Newton and SEC, Tebow. SEC. All right. Let's talk, I don't, you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about how, how savage Devontae Adams is, man. Did you see what Devontae he said about Adams, Odell? No, I did not. But I know for a fact Devontae Adams owned Jalen Ramsey as he. Aaron Rodgers with a broken toe owned Jalen Ramsey. Dude, dude. Devontae Adams is like the only receiver out there that we could guarantee to probably beat Jalen Ramsey in a head to head right now. I mean, it, it could probably change a couple playoff times, but right now. Oh, Devontae, Devontae Adams owned has, him in the playoffs last year. I know that. But I'm saying that Devontae Adams is the only wide receiver to have headspace. Inside Jalen Ramsey's head, and and if you're Jalen Ramsey, you must be super pissed because mm. with, with all that arrogance you've been doing off the field, and yet he stopped Devontae Adams. It's a red flag. Also, right. the Rams' well, defense has been suspect a little bit since um, they got Von Miller. Something I want yeah, to say. point out. Let's just shine a flashlight on that defense real quickly because we got to expose it a little bit. Can, can I? Can I? Can I do the how savage he is now? Come yes, on, you can. This is funny. So, so Odell asked Devontae. Devontae said this story himself. He said uh, Odell asked him two days before the game if he can do a jersey swap with him, right? And Devontae told him, how about you go get Cooper Cup's jersey? Because apparently you wanted to play with him more than me, so. <laughs> uh, and he ended up right. with the W, too. So. To, to be fair, though, the Packers did um, they, they, they didn't take the Odell's situation very seriously as well they didn't want to pay him but that's the yeah, that's, in a nutshell that, that's the thing i mean i mean the packers I, I, paid I, I, aaron jones I the money, that, but, but the packers organization is at fault for that not Devontae adams and it's not odell well, so. i mean they're the same franchise paying aaron jones 13 million dollars to not even get more snaps than aj Dillon. so whatever moving on who's the oh. best team in the afc right now Maybe the Bengals. Nah, I, it, 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 I might. I might sound a little bit crazy compared to last year, but it really might be the Cincinnati Bengals. I just can't get over how they lost to the Jets. That is true. I mean, they, they did lose to the Jets, but then so did the Titans too with Derrick Henry. Well, they had no receivers either, but um, the Bengals lost another game too before Joe Mixon went off onto God oh, mode with twelve touchdowns. Yeah, Bengals lost. They lost to Green Bay too, but but I, I mean, it looks like when the Bengals is with all cylinders clicking, it might they might be one of the best teams in the AFC. Well, the, the, the team, team with the best record right now is the Ravens, but best team like playing wise is the Bengals at the moment. That's what I, I'm I really I'm not I'm not that that right yeah, now. I think so right now, them, as we speak, the Cincinnati can. Bengals are the number one team in the AFC. Mm-mm, the Ravens. No, they no. have three wins or three playing. losses. In oh, in terms, terms of playing, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah um, all Saunders being used, the Bengals, Lamar Jackson. I mean, I, I mean, I'm 
I'm gonna give Lamar Jackson a pass on this past weekend because it's his first game back. I'm not gonna harp on him like how I'm gonna harp on Russell Wilson right now. So mm. I'll give Lamar Jackson his pass for this past for this weekend. All right, moving on to the Fournette defense, the Bucks defense and Leonard Fournette carrying him to a dub against the Colts. I didn't. I, I had the Colts winning that. that game, but after the well, who was it who fumbled? It was, or was it intercepted? I don't know. The turnover in the second quarter they had, I was like, "Yep, the Bucks are gonna win because yeah, that defense when they get the turnovers. Once the defense started getting the turnovers, the Bucks pretty much have a guaranteed win. You kind of saw with the playoffs too when they make the plays, the 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 offense gets a good field position and they can just take it over easy." Because I don't think the Bucks had many possessions where they would get the kickoff and then march down the field with the touchdown. Most of their points hey, in that third quarter with the comeback well, with the defense. What you gotta know as well is that the Colts is also one of the teams that has the Buccaneers kryptonite, which is having a better front on defense. And 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 they did get Tom Brady for a bit too. They they had him all messed up for a they bit. Well, in the beginning of the game, it, it was very sloppy. Yeah. Oh yeah. He was very sloppy, so I mean, if it wasn't for Net, they might have lost that game. To be honest. Yep. Um, Want to talk about these keep, Chargers or I'll, the I'll Also, keep in mind, the Colts also have good old Carson Wentz. Now, Carson, live by Carson Wentz, die by Carson Wentz. That's the motto for the Colts. <laughs> live by Carson Wentz. Well, so live uh, by Jonathan Taylor, die by. I mean, I mean, hey, maybe maybe the uh, the Colts may may get a package for Wilson or something. You never know. Well, they gave up a first already for um for uh what's his name Carson Wentz. So then never be mind, because 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 I know for a fact the Seahawks want to get rid of Wilson. They're gonna have to beg for some first. Well, after this season, I don't even think he's gonna get three first round picks for him. They're gonna get three first round picks for him. Nah, nah, he has not been good. Value, bro. He's been tanking. Yeah. We all know All right. That. Before we move on, um, one last question for you. All right. Uh, who do you, um, we didn't talk about the uh, the injury bug, though. Yeah, that's – yeah. Dalvin um, Cook, man. Oh, he's only out weeks. for two weeks. Oh, thank God he's only out for two weeks. I was, we'll be back uh, mid-December. Kamara might be back this week. He's been out for three games with his MCL injury. I really thought uh, Cook was done. Somebody, somebody else, um, the Browns starting right tackle ruptured his patella. So, um, you had Dante Jackson for the Panthers go on season-ending IR. You have McCaffrey out for the year. Somebody else who got McCaffrey hurt. McCaffrey's, like, never healthy for a season, man. McCaffrey hasn't been healthy since 2019, same as Michael Thomas, for some reason. The two best players in 2019 on offense have been, like, injury cursed since – Speaking of speaking of Dalvin Cook, we'll talk about his brother later on in the uh, college football segment. In case you all do not know, Dalvin Cook's brother actually plays on the number one team in America in college football, and that's the Georgia Bulldogs. Just a little fact, and he he's also um, Dalvin Cook's brother also leads that team in touch and running back touchdowns too. That's a cool little fact you all should know as we talk about college football later on. So. With that being said, let's move on to... Oh, here we go. We're talking the, the hybrid segment. But it's an NHL first. background for it's, this it's segment. It's a hockey but... segment first, but uh, let's talk about... We'll do the MLB, MLB, MLB stuff. Well, let's do the MLB first. Mm-hmm. Off base. 
Oh, you want me to do it? Big moves. Yeah, yeah the Dodgers. The Dodgers it. lost their two two of their top players. This like in like in between like twenty four hours, they lost their top two players. Well, not top two, but like well, a couple of their top players. Max Scherzer went to the Mets on a three year, one thirty million dollar deal with an opt out in this after the second year. Uh, yeah, after Corey. The second Steve, year. Yeah, like so, it's a three year deal, and after the second, you can have like a player opt out or whatever. But like a okay. player option or like in the NBA. That's interesting. And then Co- Corey Seager, the shortstop, got 10 years, 32 and a half million or 325 million, not 32 and a half, 325 million dollars with the Rangers and uh, the Rays. Shockingly, we kind of I kind of broke this one for us on um, last week episode, but. I want to go more in depth on this one with Wander Franco getting the 11 year, $182 million deal with the Rays because, you know, they don't ever pay anybody. Yeah, that's which a, we've that's seen. the Rays actually paid money. Well, they paid, they paid their top players before, like Longoria and them, but like you've seen a lot of guys like Zobrist and Rodriguez, uh, what's his name? Sean Rodriguez. Remember him? Yeah. They had a couple of guys they didn't want to pay and they traded them for essentially nothing, it felt like a couple of years back. Yeah, so I was just sweating you guys know on those things. What what do you have flash about or yeah, flash about the uh the Dodgers losing their some of their big names. It's it's gonna be a tough season for the Dodgers. I'll tell them that already. LA ain't looking so glamorous anymore in the MLB market at least. <laughs> them going after the bag. I I, I wanna <laughs> know though, um do, do, do you think the Mets will look better this season? Better than Yankees in New York? They lost a couple guys, I know, but they do have, I think, they like they said like five Cy Young awards or something like that between their top two pitchers now, and like fifteen All Star uh, appearances uh, 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 or something. I mean, something like that could make a big difference. Yeah, I don't know too much about baseball, but I I think they they got they get, they're gonna make some noise. They got new ownership. They're gonna make some noise. But um, you got anything on the Wander Franco deal? No, no. The Rays. Uh, I I mean, the, besides the fact. I'm just wondering how we're going to make it back to the other World Series. That's what I want to know after that. Uh, I want to see if they're still making it back into Tampa ever. That's it. Well, I mean, that's another thing. I mean, right now I'm kind of like, what to expect from these Rays, you know? And uh, what do we expect as to Stillenberg? I mean, Montreal doesn't want him, but he still wants them to go to Montreal. I mean, oh, now that you brought Montreal up, you want to talk about some hockey? And there, yes. that dumpster fire up in Montreal. What what what's going on there, Ace? Because I have no clue what's going on. You oh no, they got the blowtorch and they they burned everything down. Ownership took a blowtorch or a flamethrower, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, they burned the entire front office down. After so they burned the Scorcher. entire front office. They, 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 they burned down the entire office after going appearing at Stanley Cup. Pretty much. I kind of feel bad for um, so, the so guys they, up so there in so ownership grab, or in they, the front they, office. They grab a blowtorch for, for a completely different reason than the uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah, pretty much. Mm, tell me more. Yeah, well, I mean, I kind of feel bad for that front office because they started off six and fifteen this season, but you got to remember their top two players from last year, Weber and Price. They haven't even played a uh, play, played a, a minute for them on. Like for the season, what Weber might not even playing hockey again in his career, and Price coming off of his uh, personal issues and rehab and all that. So I mean, they gotta 
kind of got put in a tough spot and I don't know what ownership is trying to do so fast that this early in the season they're going to head into a rebuild and all that so they already were in a rebuild for crying out loud I mean all the guys that were making plays were all young and now they want to rebuild again like I said dumpster fire it makes no sense what the ownership is thinking like I really know maybe we're just looking at it I'm gonna have to ask some Montreal fans on what's going on there because I want to know if you're if you're a Montreal fan, please at me at a uh, at underscore Aji the Great on Twitter. I want to know what's going on up there because this is it, it piqued my interest. Now I actually want to know. I'm I'm gonna definitely do some digging on it, but I need someone to like tell me what's up because if you have a bunch of young guys that that took your team, well, I don't think they're gonna get rid of finals, the young guys. I think they're gonna get rid of the old guys still on the team. Well, I, I mean, yeah, that too. I mean, carry. I mean, as we know, Carey Price is—is is he even on that team still? No, he's on the team. He's just like not playing and all that. Exactly. That exactly that. I mean, the man. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm speechless on it. I just don't know. I'm gonna have to let that one sink. Uh, just sink in my head for a bit. But uh, let's keep it moving. Um, Islanders. What's up with that? Well, they're the second team, second team for the month to have to postpone games for COVID outbreaks, or not outbreaks. A whole lot of cases. They don't like the word outbreak, apparently. So, it's, but you know, like, you get the it's, point. It's an outbreak. Let's call it what it is. It's an outbreak. All right. You gotta wonder if the, um, this new Amari, what's the Omicron. Omicron, Omicron has a factor in it because I don't know. I, I have I, no I, idea. I mean, there was a few reported cases of the. Omicron variant up in Massachusetts already. So if it's already oh. there in Massachusetts, it's probably around the speak right now, possibly in the Tampa Bay area, with the way how people are moving, like it's, everything's back. So, No, I, I just find it strange that all these... Um, like, even in the NFL and the NBA, you see guys popping up with COVID everywhere, and like a whole yeah. team had to postpone games from COVID. So it's kind of like an eyebrow razor. Or whatever it's called, you know. Yeah, I'm raising an eyebrow too. I mean, honestly, you know what? If I'm the NBA, I would probably start taking the precautions, or any major league necessary. I will start taking precautions and um, l- limiting out on capacity on the stadiums, and possibly end up um, spreading out players like how they were last season as well. Because last season was considered a very successful season, even though there wasn't as much going on and all the players were spread out. Um. All right. Talk about something very interesting. I think you're gonna like this one. So the Boston Red Sox ownership, right? Fenway Sports Group. They're buying the Penguins, the Pittsburgh Penguins, this year. Like I think the deal's already done. If I'm not mistaken. So yeah. So some Penguins fans are kind of mad because it's a Boston team buying the team, like a Pittsburgh team. And you know Pittsburgh doesn't exactly big fans of Boston. Yeah, I know that. But I, there I mean, is some there is some people who are um or who are happy with the move because Hold on, what's that it says down there? Rays Islander uh, Oh uh for a second I nearly th- on the bottom it says Rays Rays Islanders game and I'm like, wait a second, that's not right. That's MLB and AHL. They're all different <laughs> topics, dude. What the hell? All right. You threw me off there. But anyway, so yeah, there's some people who are happy with the move because they're kinda 
hopefully it'll allow like Crosby and them to move on and do whatever they need to do in their careers and they let the team go in a different direction, like start because they're kind of like talent depleted, but they're still winning games surprisingly, which is yeah, surprise. I mean, but I anyway, mean, if, you, if you look on the upside, I mean, I mean the Fenway Group is known for winning games and championships, and they got a whole lot of money and a lot of money. So I mean, that's a plus side for the Pittsburgh fan. The downside is you're owned by Boston Sports Group. That's that's the downside. Well, they're not Boston based. It's just they own the Red Sox. I think they own like a European team too. I don't know. I think they own more than just the Red Sox. Yeah. Okay, so then that changes things a bit. Um, I mean, it depends how deep how deep the people take take on it. I mean, I'm not sure. I, I'll definitely ask around some Pittsburgh fans about that, what they think about it. Anyways, let's talk about our boy Steve. They Steve own Jones. the Red Sox. They own Liverpool, and they own the Penguins. Liverpool. That's actually another great franchise too, I believe. So they can win. So that's why I don't think some Penguin fans are mad. I would not be mad to be honest, even though they own the Red Sox, but I won't be that mad, I suppose. But Ace, let's talk about our boy Steven Stamkos. I, sh- I should be wearing my Stamkos. Actually, congrats to Steven Stamkos. He didn't play tonight because he went to go with his wife for the birth of his second child. So congrats to Stam. Stammer, Stammer got a new I should, kid. I, I, I should be wearing that. So. Yeah, you should. No, no um, offense, John Moran. He got hurt, but still, Stammer got a new kid. So congrats to him. He's um, playing on a. Great pace right now. He's leading the team in points and all that. And I, I'm just hoping he gets uh, he gets to make Team Canada. I am kind of worried. Ace, we know Ace hates Steven Stamkos. No, I because, don't hate Stamkos. Because, because, because Ace said he does not, he's a no-show in the playoffs. We, we know that. No, he wasn't healthy in the playoffs, and he kind of he was kind was of a, a liability no-show. at some points. He said he was a no-show. Fine. He's doing good this year. I stopped hating on him. I just want him to make the Olympics, but I'm kind of worried because it's a former Bruins head coach who's going to coach Team Canada. So what's wrong? What's wrong? What's I don't. What's wrong with that? I don't know. I just hope he he gets on the team because he's playing. He 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 deserves it. Speaking of other Lightning news, you have Yanni Gord make, getting his second ring on Friday. He came back to Tampa with the Kraken, and, got and you should have seen how you. Well, they got blown out, but they had a loud ovation for him. I think they said I it was the loudest too. one ever. Loudest ever tribute video. Like The arena was just rocking for Yanni Gord. That was good to hear. Everyone loves Yanni Gord, let's be honest. Yep. Everyone loves that guy. All right. Well, I guess their uh, hey, producer is kind of lagging behind. I but. know. Hey, so I need to t- how can we talk about the NFL – I completely missed out on the topic that Kyler Murray, the league possible MVP. He ain't going to win MVP. At he this ain't going to win MVP, that. but he's in the MVP conversation. It's going to be back. How can we How can we miss that? I am. Well. I, I, quit. I quit. Well, he's back. He's going to hold. They hopefully like 90% likely back, but. No more of, um, what's his name for the Colt Seahawks McCoy season? magic. No more. No, no more. No more Colt McCoy for the Seahawks to lose to. But anyway, all right, let's get into this NBA news. Starting off with some injury slash COVID I'll, I'll, I'll news. Let you talk first, all right? I'm kind of tired of talking, so you could talk first. I'm tired of talking, yeah. but I'll keep. No, yeah. that that okay, fine. I'll have the rant about the magic. But first, Jalen Suggs is out indefinitely with a fractured thumb on a bullshit no call on a foul from a Joel Embiid. 
So he's going to be checked every two weeks to see how the bone's healing back. So yeah, he had a up and down start to the season, but um, defense was good. The offense was slowly coming along. Wasn't expecting that out of him, but let's get into this rant, man. The Magic got the worst injury luck I've ever seen in my whole life. Like, I think the Saints got it bad this year. Now, the Magic have been having this luck for the last, like, three years, it feels like. They've had they've had the most man-missed games. It's like they have, like, leading the league with, like, 76 missed games with players on their roster with, like, guys like Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, uh, Mark, Michael Carter-Williams, and some other – there's a couple – Etuan Moore and, like, another guy, right? Anyway, so you've had Fultz out since January 6th, right? That's the day he tore his ACL in Cle- against Cleveland. You've had Jonathan Isaac. Don't get me started with this man. Magic fans are delusional as hell. They think this man is better than Jalen Brown. I got a Twitter, Twitter argument with one of these idiots who thinks so. And I'm like, the man hasn't played basketball in 400 and something days. The man has been constantly hurt in the last three years. And enough about the bullshit excuses of being behind Aaron Gordon. Because they're saying how... Franz Wagner is not is gonna is worse than him, and I'm like Franz time Wagner. Out, time out, time out, time out. There, there was there was a joke. I don't know if you posted it or someone did, but someone said that, uh, that Jonathan Isaac has made more appearances on Fox News. That than, was me. Then on NBA, I kind of cracked up. On yes, that is true. He has made more appearances on Fox News, which is I think two or three. I'm not entirely sure about that. On Fox News, than he has on on an NBA floor in the last year and a half, essentially. And that is not a typo or a misspoken saying. That is facts. You can look that up, too, if you want. And, yeah, man's been hurt. Man hasn't been on the – he hasn't been playing. And when he does play, he, he has played good when he was on the court. But that's, this is coming off him now. Made two major injuries with his two knee injuries that he's had for a big, lengthy guy. That is a big deal. And people are saying how he's not even better, better than Franz Wagner, who has been – who has a legitimate shot to win rookie of the year, in my opinion, if you look up his numbers and how he's been playing. The man can ball, and, like, I think he might be, like, the second-best white guy out there right now. So, I mean, that's saying something. And, in my opinion, he is the the best German player drafted since Dirk. Are you talking about in the league, or are you talking about in... In the league. Slow down there. There, There's some other names in front of him besides the OKH we could talk about for that debate. Fair enough. But, anyway, he is the best German... German drafted since uh, Dirk. So Schroeder ain't better Derek. than Wagner. Huh? Derek or Dennis? Dirk Nowitzki. You, you, you think he's better I than I think Dennis he's the Schroeder? second. Uh, right think now, about that. Uh, yes. Right now. Right now right he now. is better than Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. He's the man has it, ha, the man got five steals off of KD. And he just dropped 26 with MB guarding him. So okay. just let that Almost just let that click in your head. And all right, he's he's on the worst team in the league or whatever, but he has been scoring against when he's a key point of the offense. And defenses are trying to stop him, and they can't stop him once he gets into paint. So there's that. Um, Coach Mo needs to learn how to do proper rotations and not have your 12th man out there when the other team starters are on the floor because that's never going to end well. But yeah, my rant is kind of come to a close because I already had my mini rant on Jonathan Isaac. At least Markel's going to be about next month or this month. Oh, Speaking tomorrow starts which, December. Um, so. 
this Clay Thompson, James Wiseman, and Marco Fultz are going to be back, but in the G League just to get their feet wet and get things back in order, make sure their jumpers are falling, so just, just in case we don't. Clay uh, already so. looking smooth. Just so we don't see uh, Marco Fultz coming back with a broken jumper now, we just don't want that. Actually, happen. no, his 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 mid his jumper they had it's some practice videos. It was a joke. No, no, no. I'm just saying it has been looking better when he was in the practice videos they shown. It is it looking it looking back. It's not. It's never gonna probably get back to Washington days, but it, it looking much better than what it was when he was playing for the Magic in the first season with the Magic. I keep going. I mean, sorry. I'm I mean, I mean, my only concern with Marco Fultz is that um, he's going to be have to compete a lot harder with Cole Anthony now than than back then. Like, I, I, I don't think they could be sharing a court together. Yeah, they uh, can. I don't know. I mean, they're gonna have to work that out. But I mean, if it was me, I mean, let's see. All right, Cole Anthony at six three. I mean, I, I mean they both could. Markel six four. And Jalen Suggs is like six four, six five ish. So I mean, I guess you could do a three guard I mean, line. I'm, I'm just trying. I'm just trying to see if they could do a three guard line. I, I mean, I'm just wondering myself how that's going to work. I mean, it's a huge concern for me when they come back. Obviously, like how we all were concerned about the Lakers at one point. But yeah, I'm actually I'm 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 actually curious how it's going to work. They, they might they might just split them off with like Cole Anthony on the floor and Marco off and vice versa. They might do something like that. Who knows? Yeah, I think yeah. that's exactly what they're gonna do. Like, that's the only, that's the only they're way gonna probably see it. Working, in my point of view. Well, I mean, Markell is a much better ball handler and like a runner of the offense than Cole is. Cole's gonna be a really good shooting guard, but he has shown he can pass the ball. He just can't. He can't manipulate a defense the way how Markell did. But anywho, let's talk about your Lakers, or you want to talk about Kemba? Uh, let's talk about Kemba Walker first, real quickly. Uh, All right. What happened? Hit it. What happened? Why are you asking me? I, I'm like, what I don't happened? have the mixed sources. Well, was he was he playing that bad? Uh, yeah, he was averaging like eleven points and like horrible shooting percentages. Eleven points on as a starter. And and, and the Knicks were laughing about trading at for Russell Westbrook because they said that they, they were going to trade nothing for Russell Westbrook, and that's why he, we didn't or not, you didn't see Westbrook on the Knicks. Well, I mean, all I got to say is about Kemba Walker is the second point guard who went to Boston and fell off. You know who the first one is. Yeah. You know who the first one is. You mean the third one? The first one is IT. Second one is arguably Kyrie. Kyrie hasn't meant the same. Well, no, I'm talking about when they got to Boston, they fell off. IT fell off after he left Boston. That is true. Kyrie's the first one, though. Yes, but maybe it's a Boston point guard uh, curse. I, I don't Boston know. It's a Boston curse, guys. It's real. It's definitely who knows. Anywho, all right. Anyways, uh, let's talk about our boy John Wall. John Wall and the uh, Rockets are working on a way for him to play, so John Wall can increase trade. his value, so so he could get traded to the Knicks. So, no, nah. oh. I mean, at this point, the Knicks might take anyone for crying out loud. Yep. I mean, who knows? <laughs> I I remember for a fact when uh when Rockets fans were swearing that a uh, John Wall was better than Westbrook at one point, <laughs> and it and they they swore they wanted to trade versus with Washington, and look at how that ended up. I feel bad for John Wall though. I really do. But John Wall. Uh, 
Yeah, but I mean, to be fair, I mean, John Wall has been a great mentor for uh for Jalen Green. It looks like he's been showing Jalen Green how it's done and stuff. Now we know Jalen Green has been struggling a little bit. No, Jalen Green on a, ain't on the same level as a uh, Kentucky John Wall. Oh, let's slow down there a bit, all right? Let's, let's slow down. I'm talking about right now. So let's, let's, let's slow down, all right? It's still early. I mean, John Wall's still cooking them on one-on-ones. Torn Good Achilles, up, torn ACL, torn everything. Hey, he's still cooking them. I mean, that's not a good sign. For- well, that's just saying how bad his defense is. Anywho, you were talking about John Wall being better than Westbrook with those Rocket fans. Let's the get Rockets, into this. Russ, Rockets, let's talk about these like Rockets this. fans were swearing that last year. All right. Anywho, let's talk about this Westbrook and the Lakers. Well, LeBron's already well, out for COVID. Well, so actually, let me finish up my statement. Oh, that, uh, sorry. Yeah, you're, you're jumping on me there, Ace. I'm, I'm just trying to say something. So, as we know, I, I think, though, with Rockets fans, I don't think it's entirely Rockets fans that hate Westbrook now. It appears... As we all see a bit more now, I think um, it's more of the James Harden's fans that have issue with Westbrook for whatever it was. Because lately, I've been seeing a lot of people rooting for Westbrook lately, whether it's from Wizards fans or Rockets fans. Obviously, all Thunder fans as well, because I mean, Russell Westbrook is like everyone from Oklahoma City loves Westbrook, unless they're just a delusional. Shay Gill just right coming for him. Shay Gill just is not going to be better than Westbrook all time in Oklahoma City. All right, it's not happening. Yes, you you can look at me like that, all right. But Shy Gilgis <laughs> will not have a career better than Russell Westbrook at in Oklahoma. He could be there, but I don't think he's going to eclipse Russell Westbrook, all right? Mm. He, he could get close, but it's it's a very difficult thing to do. Hmm. All but right. Anyways, let's talk about Russell Westbrook on these Lakers. Russell Westbrook lately, ever since the. Uh, the fight with LeBron and Isaiah Stewart and Isaiah Stewart. He has been on a very, he was on a tear lately. He, he's been, his numbers look good. I think he's been averaging like 25 a game at least. I 26 and a half. 20, that's even better. Um, 26, I think like nine assists, eight assists, somewhere around. Yeah. There. Something like that. And then like, I think about 10 boards. I have no idea how many rebounds he's averaging. I know it's a crazy amount, but yeah, I he's mean, been on fire these last couple of days. My last I mean, couple I mean, games, and I think. he's been shooting like fifty percent field goal as well. So I mean, yeah, it's a good look for Westbrook. Um, Except the I fact said, that I, they were struggling against the Pistons when him, LeBron, and AD were like had well, like eighty points combi- combined, and they were still the were struggling is, to beat the Pistons. It's not the players' fault. All right, and I'm, I'm gonna say this again. Oh, I know. The, the, the Lakers need to um, have their eyes pointed at Frank Vogel, all right? Everyone needs to have their eyes pointed at Frank Vogel and light his seat on fire because he should be on fire. He should be gone at this point. All right. I'm going to do a, a rapid fire. Well, I'm going to do a rapid let, fire. Let hurry up and finish. Quickly, all right? Let me speed this up. They need to hurry up, get Vogel out of there because Russell Westbrook and LeBron James are on a ticking clock on age. Get them out. All right, all right, rapid fire here. Jokic bros lit up Miami. They got wood in the club, and they lit up the heat on the floor. And just to rile up Udonis Haslam, who said he said that was never going to happen, but it did. And they own Miami right now. Uh, Yeah, Boogie Cousins heading to Milwaukee on a non-guaranteed one-year deal. That's going to be fun to watch. More value than DeAndre Jordan. 
Michael Porter Jr. is back. Back back has shown up again. He's got back surgery and is out for the year. And the reason why he fell in the draft and said Nuggets said overpaid. Oh yeah, he was big time overpaid, overpaid right now. Guys. He's overpaid. Yep. He's not hate on Michael Porter, by the way. He's just Yep. LeBron wants to buy a basketball team and Lamelo played against Lonzo and it was an interesting game. Lamelo said that he once when he retires, he's gonna become a ref just to show the rest how to how to ref. Make sure so, you get some cataract surgery just in case he gets blind. Yep. All right. All right. Peeps, you're heading in for this college football. J Peeps, come on in. All right, there's the man. Put on your light. Come on. My light is on. Introduce yourself. Say hi to everyone. Right. Hi, guys. Hi. Love you, Ben. It's Saturday. Move my camera. Let me move my light a little bit closer so I can make so I can make Flash and Ace a little bit happier. I don't want them to get. Yay. He was complaining. He was complaining about. No, that. I just like I, I, I couldn't even. I don't know, Mike. My whole screen looks dark, even though I have the brightness up. So that's what I was like. Oh my god! What the hell's going on? I'm gonna keep my mouth shut, all right? I wouldn't. So, uh, I, I wouldn't like Ace when he's angry. He'll turn green on me. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, let's let's talk about these college coaches. On now, let's do a JP. I want I want to talk about what, Actually, some yeah, stuff let's, let's that talk, went down in the FAMU's uh, Southeastern Louisiana game. Let's oh, yeah. you want to talk about this? Let's, let's talk about it. Yeah, dude, honestly, it was terrible. I heard it was a messed up reason. stuff that went on. There's a reason I don't respond to Southeastern Louisiana fans, honestly, that had stuff to say after the game and stuff that just wanted to talk basic football. But after what I heard, I was like, I'm not even going to entertain these people. Because I usually try to interact with folks. Mm-hmm. But I'm, when when I see racism, I, I tend to just leave that alone and stuff because it has no place in this world. But I mean, honestly, you, doesn't have no place in sports. Exactly. I mean, then you look at, or you look on here. What actually? Oh my gosh! Did I start the timer yet for this quarter? All right, here we go. It's better now. So, yeah, we'll run you, over. It's all right. If you look at the Tallahassee Democrat and what they said, it, it goes as follows. As I read this, so basically saying, by the start of the first quarter, Southeast Louisiana fans were. Holding up signs of crude messages, some fans uttered the N-word to the players. The large contingent of Rattler fans, most traveling, most traveling to Hammond in personal vehicles, refrained from responding as long as they could. Most family, fa- most family fans felt this was far beyond the unusual spirited back-and-forth trash talking between opposing fans. During halftime, when many, when many were, talk, were taking a restroom break and patronizing the concession stand, a beer can apparently hurled from the southeastern Louisiana student section into the FAMU crowd struck a child in the face, bloodying his nose. The child was trembling. That's when the Tallahassee Democrat. And then that, that is no I mean, place for a college football game, by the way. That is no place. That's ain't no place in the world, man. That's not just football. Well, especially for what Jordan's talk. What JP's talk, man. You have there is more honestly too. Um, this is the part that's pretty disturbing from an anonymous source. They that was actually there. This source actually states there was one young lady with braids who kept telling the older couple to suck her, you know what, and did the motion as if she was whacking off. And I think some of you know what whacking off is, whacking off and throwing it. In their face, the old man had had enough, but the fans would not allow him to make his way over there. It was inches away from being a, war, a real issue, 
but I think all the Rattler fans knew that if it had went down like it needed to, it would have been a bad look for the school. So they just chilled and tried to and tried. It was a classier bunch. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And then you do there's there's so many more fan accounts, honestly, that go on to like state just you know the disgustingness that it ensued. Um, because I mean, honestly, there are people out here that say, you know, Southeastern Louisiana's athletic department, marketing department is going to look into this and do a thorough investigation. There is no thorough investigation that you can do. I mean, we've got sources that work in Tallahassee, not going to name those sources either, that were outside of the stadium and were bashed with a lot of negativity by the Southeastern Louisiana fan base. I mean, it, it is very disgusting. Um, and then, honestly, I love the fact that a lot of these FAMI fans on here that have been on Twitter reacting and defending each other. Because, honestly, I mean, one that I won't state the name of, you know, trying to say, because there, there are some Louisiana faithful, McNeese State people that is in, they're in the same conference as Southeast Louisiana. They're trying to say, you know, how does a kid get hit in the face with a beer can and no one gets arrested? I mean, obviously, you've never been to a Bucks game before. You've never been to an NFL game in general before. But, I mean, honestly, you have people coming back and saying, you know, how are you going to assume that when, I mean, did you actually have to get in a physical fistfight to actually see that happen and everything like that? But, I mean, it has no home. Again, I mean, fan bases – all over the place. There's bad fan bases everywhere. There's bad people everywhere. I mean, look, I went to the Florida State. I went to Florida State and Ole Miss in 2016, and there was a fight that broke out there. And then I went – and then not long after that, someone threw up on somebody. So, I mean, there's bad fan bases everywhere, but I can honestly say in all my years, in 20, 23 years – I'm 24. 23 years of going to FAMU games – I've never seen any type of conduction from an opposing team like that before. And I can honestly say, I think for, for starters, I think they really, they didn't want FAMU in there to begin with. So they kind of put them on the road against a team that was very powerful, but I can say honestly, I think if this game, and I told Hendricks this too earlier today, if this game had been played in Tallahassee, the outcome of all of these altercations would have been very much different. Because you you weren't going to come into Bragg and with that type of attitude, you wouldn't you would not have made it out. You wouldn't have made it off the campus probably without. Probably wouldn't have made it out of the running. stadium. It, not out of the stadium. It. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, that's that's all I got. I'm not going to keep talking. But yeah, it's all shameful right. that that stuff like that still happens in his day, even after all these. Protests and stuff going. In. It's I guess is guess there needs to be a light that needs to be shining a bit brighter. I don't know what else we. Need. Dude, I can tell you now. From what, I, from what I've heard, Hammond, Louisiana, is one of those one stop one stop sign, one traffic light towns. When the game ends, the town the town shuts down. Everybody gets out. And that's much like Starkville and much like Oxford for the most part. <laughs> so, that tells you what you need to know. Uh, to be honest, I never, even, I never even heard about this school until uh, they said family. 
So I've never heard of this either, they, so. I, they got, I don't even know, but that's just pathetic, disgusting, and inexcusable. It's a one one traffic light town. I mean, that probably says everything you need to know about that town. I mean, well, I mean, I will say too that's a testament to your guys' age too. You guys didn't grow up playing the PlayStation Two because Southeast Louisiana was on there in the old NCAA games when NCAA had FCS schools. So I mean, it's a testament to your age, but it's okay. I mean, what am I gonna do about that? I can't change my age, but right. I mean, you can let's, at least. Let's, you can at least go buy a PlayStation 2, like I told you to go out and go subscribe to ESPN Plus and treat yourself to a good time. <laughs> Anywho, right. let's, uh, so let's talk about treating about yourself to a good time. FBS quality stuff, all right? Now, let's First talk about treating... No, hey, flash, flash, flash. We're going to talk about treating yourself to a good time. Let's talk about what Lincoln Riley got, man. Holy shit. What the hell this okay, man? Well, he I got... guess we're going to be talking about coaches first. All right, let's talk about coaches. So Let's Lincoln talk about these coaches, man. Holy crap. Musical chairs well, and bags. Secured. All the stuff that had happened within the last 24, 48 hours. Let us talk about this. Lincoln Riley heads to University of Southern California trying to fix a dump dumpster fire. You think he could do that? It's possible, honestly. It's possible. Uh, You'll get the recruits for it. Look at the guys recruits that are, well, that are probably going to from Oklahoma California. The funny thing about it is, is he said he he told the Oklahoma players this, like literally just a few weeks ago, that I want to make Oklahoma the mecca of college football. Which honestly, you're not going to do that so long as Nick Saban's in Tuscaloosa, and now he's telling his players this in Los Angeles, but still, so long as Nick Saban is around. Yeah, as in Tuscaloosa, it ain't happening. Because I mean, honestly, well, I mean, I, I mean, to be honest, though, I mean, when um, when Oklahoma does get to the SEC, isn't um, Alabama and Auburn going to be moved to the SEC East and they'll be in the SEC? No, East? but the, like the mecca of college football, that means one spot anywhere, oh. no matter conference and whatever. Exactly, it still would be Alabama, no matter what. Thank you, Ace. Oh yeah, but I mean, honestly, it's. It's not gonna. I don't think this. It, it's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good hire. USC is going to be a lot better. USC is gonna be gonna have a heck of an offense again. And everything USC like might that. be top ten in a few years. Oh Maybe yeah, I mean, definitely. They won't I mean, make. The, they won't win a playoff probably. A championship. I'm gonna. Te- I'm gonna do a testament again to our age, and I'm gonna mess with Ace again because I like to mess with Ace. The, uh, Flash, you you might remember, but it, it USC was. USC and a prime used to be good. It seemed like. Honestly, well, we don't like 2005. Before that, and a little bit after that too, it seemed like every year USC was always a lock for the Rose Bowl. To be honest, well, yeah, I'm talking about like the last like 10, 15 years though. They haven't been good. They they haven't. I think the year that they had a Dory Jackson and Sam Darnold. Yeah, Dory Jackson. That, that was a solid year too. They just got outshone. Yeah, I think Washington. Juju was on that team. They had a bunch of NFL players. No, no not a Dory Jackson. Yeah, it was a Dory Jackson. They had a Dory Jackson, Sam Darnold. Did you join the same year? Yeah, I know, Dory yeah. They, uh, yeah, I've been like 2016 or something. They ended up making the Rose Bowl, and they played Penn State. Chris Godwin and Penn State and Trace McSorley. I think yeah, they it was in like 2016, I, 2017. I, I do not know why I completely did not know that Juju Smith-Juice. Yeah, I remember that game, Gordon. I think that was 2016. That was the last. I, I, I remember Washington with Via Veda and John Ross and those boys. But see – the thing is, is New Year's Day, the Rose Bowl specifically was reserved for USC during the BCS era. 
now with Lincoln Riley, you might be getting that back, honestly. Because I mean, look, there, I don't, they're going to lose maybe one or two games because I don't think you're going to get the dogs at USC that you were getting at Oklahoma. But I mean, it's, it's very much possible when the, when the Rose Bowl is not a playoff site, you can expect USC to be a lock for the Rose Bowl almost once again, like kind of like really how Oregon has been and how Washington has been for the past few years. Well, not Washington Washington right now. Washington has probably one of the worst falls I ever seen this season. And I should have known that that fall would have start in the beginning of the season when they lost to Montana. I mean, honestly, you surprised they, they let Washington state beat them in the apple cup, which really never happens. That never happens. That is arguably one of the worst things I ever seen. So I mean, it's, one of the worst falls, they fell harder than USF when USF lost Clinton flowers. I mean, that was a big fall. That was a big fall. Um, yeah, University of Washington looks like they're gonna have to. Yes, uh, this is the one. Find a new this, coach. Well, I said his questions uh, anyways, about it, and I have some. Let's, I have some let's talk about Brian Kelly, ladies and gentlemen. What do we think about Brian Kelly on how he handled leaving Notre Dame to go to a? Uh, he LSU? had. I got no issue of how he left Notre Dame. I have no problem with it either. I could really. I have more problem with Oklahoma with Lincoln Riley, but. I mean, but- Lincoln Riley, actually, I have zero problem. The man got what 110 million, two houses bought out, six million dollar house and a plane essentially i was gonna say does lincoln riley have someone to wipe his ass for him and cook his food for him too probably i have no issue with lincoln riley if you if you're getting a limited use of a private plane to go and scout out the players or do all right but what's your issue with brian kelly and you have some questions let's answer them i mean i I like it you like brian kelly i'm kind of suspect about brian kelly a little bit for what lsu i had to think about it it's honestly, I mean, because like if he's gonna give LSU Notre Dame results, and he ain't gonna give him Notre Dame results. It's two different That's, talent pools. Yeah, it's very different. It's That's it's true. two different type of game play and two different type of uh, talent pools. Yeah, it's, you're gonna I see. Mean, Louisiana's got more is a more talent rich state, so he'll be able to get more talent. The question really is: is LSU's lacked in the consistency at the quarterback spot? Uh, I mean, I like. They I have like, a guy coming in. I like Max Johnson. Make no mistake, I like Max Johnson. Oh no, he's garbage. You ask any LSU fan, they'll say he is straight up garbage. <laughs> he, he, he is kind of. He is garbage. I, I I seen the man play. He's very suspect. He yeah, I mean honestly, he's not his daddy, of course. But I mean, I mean, I mean, he might be worse. They got, than, like, they got Walker days. Howard coming in. I know that. Look, it's. They've been, they've been. See, so the thing is, is consistent quarterback play for LSU, and who can get quarterbacks? Brian Kelly can get quarterbacks. The rest of the, the they just need all the other start. That piece needs to fall in line with the rest of what they have. LSU's had some very good teams over the years. They just haven't had consistent quarterback play, and the stars just happened to align when with, Joe Burrow showed up. Exactly, because I yeah. mean, look, they were what they they that, averaged that, that LS that LSU but, team with Joe Burrow. Was to to be fair, the the, the guys on that LSU team, man, they they got some studs in the NFL now from that that team. Studs, yeah, yeah, they are gonna get studs. LSU is LSU is probably that LSU team might be one of the best in recent history. My so, my one question with that uh, Brian Kelly hire is if um if they didn't ask the Mannings about it. Before they did it, I mean, honestly, like, look, 
LSU's had LSU had Odell Beckham, uh, Quan Jarvis, Jarvis Land, Tyron. Oh no, Tyron wasn't on that team. Honey Badger. Yeah, no, I think they had Ty- I think they had Tyron Matthew too. That was twenty eleven. Honey, Honey Badger, yes. Yeah, but okay, that would have been Tyron would have been too. He was gone. He was gone. Yeah, they he had, was gone. I think they had like a young Tredavious White. Like they they've had good teams. It's just they have, and then they had Devin White too. That was young coming behind Quan Alexander. Like they've had teams. Yeah, y'all are forgetting about Leonard Fournette too. In Leonard Fournette, like they like they had a good team. Leonard Leonard Fournette was an animal in college. They've always got good talent. It's just their their coaching staff's been not the coaching staff. The coordinators have been sometimes sketchy, and the quarterback play has been sketchy. They've been lacking in that one position. You get a consistent quarterback on some of those LSU teams. Some of those LSU teams in close games probably beats Alabama. I mean, look at this year. Max Johnson kind of fumbled it all away on the last drive for them. So yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, but I will say that last that last game against Texas A&M, he showed his behind. Oh yeah, they played good. I think they played for Coach O. They 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 really did play for Coach O. So I mean, that 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 effort against A&M was all for Coach O. I mean, it'll get better. And then honestly, too, if he if 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 he's still around when. That's a ten-year deal, though. If oh yeah, yeah, see, he's gonna be around when he's if when he's still in the in the West when Texas and Oklahoma come over. LSU, LSU and Texas A and M is gonna be it's gonna be a toss-up for that for that Western division when Alabama and Auburn moves to the East. Oh yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. And and also remember this, Flash. They did keep some and of Odron's also- staff, but he's going after his. He's trying to bring over his Notre Dame coordinators. But he's keeping some of the uh, positional coaches from Ogeron staff for some of the recruits. Yeah. Because one of the recruits, so they didn't lose him, like how Oklahoma lost Malachi Nelson. They're trying to keep some of the coaches, to, uh, some of the coaches to keep the player, the recruits happy. The Oklahoma's so. mistake is yeah. this: they sold, they they got too comfortable with a lot of those guys and figured they were going to stick around for a long time. And now everybody's booking it, and Oklahoma's about to go. Probably going to go through the same thing Florida State went through, because the cupboard is dry. It's drying up fast at Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Ever since Lincoln Riley left, everything is running away fast. And it's only been I mean, it, it had like forty-eight hours. Exactly, it's only been. Caleb Williams hours. is a quarterback name, correct? I, I don't want to mess that up. Caleb Williams. Yeah, Caleb Williams might be in the transfer portal soon enough. Exactly. Spencer Rattler's already there. Um, well, Spencer Rattler, we already knew was gone. I mean, at that yeah, point, with how bad I wouldn't even was, touch him with a ten-foot pole. Starting job, when, but there when, is when a, there is a name. Let's talk about there is a name though. If you're Oklahoma, to keep an eye on Brent Venables. You think they're going to poach him from a, a Clemson? Bring defense to the Big Twelve. Never say never. Just bring a good offense coordinator, which a. But I mean, I, I mean, look, I mean, look at the progress USF has made right now. I mean, it's been a slow progress. You think Oklahoma could use something like that from a? I'm surprised they didn't go after Venables. They went after Scott instead. USF. Well, could. Venables would probably probably would have. Okay, Oklahoma's no. got a bigger draw for uh, Fred Venables than um, USF would have with a young Jeff Scott anyway. So, but yeah, anywho, let's talk about the other coaching hire. Kind of running over anyway. Talk about the Napier. I want to hear what you want to say. What you're about to say, peeps. (laughs) He's like, what? 
Yeah, no, I was weird. Uh, well, I mean, I will say I like the Billy Napier hire. I kind of expected it to happen eventually. Because, I, well. I mean, honestly, Florida needed somebody that was structured in, the dis- in like attention to detail and that had a plan and everything. So, I mean, someone that wasn't like Jim McElwain or like Dan <laughs> I mean, I tried, tried to tell a lot of people Dan wasn't the man. Nobody wanted to listen. And a lot of people in Starkville tried to say it too. Dan is not the man. Nobody wanted to listen. And you got the results you got. But mm-hmm. Billy Napier, I think he's going to be more attention to detail and stuff. He's coming along at a time when Florida really needs somebody to look to. Florida wants to be what Georgia is and where Alabama is and where Texas A&M is right now. If if he can do it, it's possible. Because, I mean, honestly, I this is – I want to know how Florida could fare with the uh, – the... Well, I mean, Florida does have some time before um, Alabama and Auburn moves to SEC East, but I wonder how they could fare in that. It's going to be even tougher to recruit. That's what I'm saying. So Billy Napier needs to have a plan for the for like the next ten years of what he wants this to look like. Yeah, it's, it's I'm surprised no one tried going like after Luke Fickle. It's going to be it's going to be some time because we already have Alabama. He wants the Ohio State job. I really he ain't feel like get it, Ryan. Ryan, unless Ryan Day goes to the NFL, you're not touching Ohio State. Oh yeah, no, you're not. Luke Fickle, that's what he wants. Who's Fickle? That's Cincinnati's head coach. That's, coach. That's what he wants, but he's not. I don't think he's gonna get it. I th- I, I think right now, I think he's probably his best bet is probably to stay in Cincinnati when they move. To exactly. He needs to at that point, yeah, but he should stay in Cincinnati. Luke Fickle is doing exactly what Scott Frost should have done with UCF and stayed. Scott Frost should have stayed in Orlando. Luke Fickle's doing the smart thing and staying right where he is until something better comes along. Something a lot better. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I never understood not, why he wanted to run into Nebraska. Because kind of he he went to Nebraska. That's why. I know, but still, like Nebraska. that's not a better. Nebraska is no, not as talented as Florida is worse than, than, than UCF. I'll no, say I'm saying Nebraska ain't talented rich as Florida is. Nebraska's not. It's really not. Nebraska will never be what they were before because of too, they have too much turnover, too quick, too many times. Nebraska will never be what they once were. Those Nebraska teams, honestly, those were some of the, probably the best teams to ever play college football, and they will never get that back again. Nebraska, Tom Osborne used to recruit Florida about as hard as Bobby Bowden and Steve Spurrier. They right, literally, guys, they got we Tommy need to do something for Hendricks. And you guys, know what that uh, is? Guys, we need to talk about rival week in the rankings too, so let's not – We need to talk about this about team with some blue and some yellow and a head coach alive and well. And a number two ranking. And a number two ranking. You know what? I was kind of skeptical of that number two ranking, but you know what? I gave them some thought. They kind of earned it. They deserve that they number two ranking over Alabama. They embarrassed themselves this. against Michigan State, who embarrassed themselves against Ohio State, and then Ohio State embarrassed themselves against Michigan State or Michigan. So I guess that's one big happy circle in the Big Ten. But still, they earned it nonetheless because they whooped Ohio State's behind. So. Yeah. I mean, it's congratulations for Jim Harbaugh for not die trying and actually getting the job done. I saw the game. The, Michigan played more physical. They played better. They executed now, better. And Ohio now, State could not catch a ball for their life. Now, see, someone said, a mess. someone said, remember what happened the last, team, the last time Michigan was ranked number two in the country. 
Michigan better not blow this. Well, I mean, hey, you know what? They better not go choking. My, my prediction past SEC past championship weekend is number three Cincinnati. When SEC when, when championship weekend pass, Cincinnati is going to be number three, and I still and I think Cincinnati may have a decent chance at taking out Michigan. If Michigan does take care of the business against Iowa, with that Big Ten being up and down as it is, I won't be surprised if Iowa gets them. Michigan is going to take care of a, of a team like. Yeah, just make Iowa. sure they don't have a hangover. Iowa. They that's better one thing. Iowa. That's one thing they should better hope they don't have. If Michigan, if Michigan lose that game to Iowa, it's more of a choke. Well, that's what I'm yeah, saying. I, I'm, I'm saying they better not go team. with the hangover. But it's, honestly, I feel, I feel like a lot of people would just be okay. They they would get over that eventually. But they'd be like, hey, you know what? Like, as much as, as pissed off as we all are, hell, we beat Ohio State. That is true. First well, time on a 4K TV. We'll, we'll ask him sometime for sure. Okay. All, all right. right. We've we got other rival games to talk about as well. Um, Florida, Wait. FSU. Florida took out um, FSU like it was nothing that was a, that was because Jordan pass. Travis got hurt and FSU looked like they were a complete mess and their DBs couldn't stop Florida for crap. That was and Florida looked like they were much more willed than FSU. USF UCF game was a good game at the end, but some people had some questions about the ending as well. Peeps, I I know you agree with that particular call. Ace, not so much. I personally don't completely agree with the call. But well, I kind of I kind of said the way. Remember, uh, G Peeps, I said this on Running Gun. I was like, I won't be surprised if they so inexperienced they're gonna find a way to blow the fourth quarter. And what do you know? They found a way to blow the last uh, minute, essentially. Dude, he should have just thrown the ball away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he should, he, he should have thrown the ball away. I th- if he, if he, he just the took the intentional grounding, it wouldn't have ended the game. He would have been fine. No, it would have still caused a two-minute runoff. Or a 10-second no, runoff. Map. No, but if he threw it out of bounds before he was sacked, instead of trying to dance around, oh, yeah, he would exactly. have like one yeah, second. He would have had at least four seconds to work with. He yeah. would have time to call like another play. Yeah, he would have still had a play instead of right. I mean, that look, that's, fiasco. That's freshman under center in a rivalry game. So well, yeah. Let, All right. Let's talk about that Auburn Alabama game. What y'all think about that? Auburn's Auburn. I mean, I don't know what happened to Bo Nix because I don't think he closed the game. Oh, I was the no, other guy, T.J. Finley, I think it was. Bo Nix has been play. out for the season. Yeah. Been out for the season then, since like, I think it was so, Finley or somebody. It's like, funny because he was talking a lot of trash about Alabama getting all the calls and stuff, but yet he couldn't even be on the field to back up his own talk. <laughs> I can guarantee yeah. you if he had actually started that game, that game wouldn't have gone to four overtimes. That game would have been over in regulation. Donate. For which team? Alabama winning. It would have been <laughs> over in regulation. I can guarantee oh, yeah. you. Well, I don't think the quarterback has to do with only having three points into the fourth quarter. He's already so, considering hopping in the hopping in the portal. Everybody's hopping into the portal at this point. All right, two more things I want to talk about, guys, before we wrap this up. Let's talk. I, I want you guys' opinion about the college football playoff rankings and what to expect. I already give my take already about college football playoff rankings, but I want you guys' take about it. Alabama, and, if they lose, it's going to be out. Post, post Oklahoma State's going to win. They get in. It will be three. I mean, I'm cool with it. If Alabama, it's wins, fine right now. If Alabama wins, the SEC gets two. Uh, I think Cincinnati's yep. definitely a lock. I think 
Michigan's definitely a lock if they win. If Cincinnati loses to Houston, Oklahoma State's in. If yep. Michigan loses. If Cincinnati to, and Alabama loses, what happens? If Cincinnati and Alabama then loses. That means Notre Dame gets in. Notre Dame and and Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Oklahoma State will get in. Yeah. Uh, as, as 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 much raw as Notre Dame. That would be kind of that won't even be good yeah. for ratings. So yeah, I don't that, think that will happen. That, I think that, that that'll we, be a bad look on Cincinnati. Even though Cincinnati lost, should look worse. I kind of froze on his face. They'll, they'll just, they won't drop him down like that. So I. I also, think you would get Georgia and Notre Dame in the Orange Bowl, and then you would get Oklahoma State and Cincinnati in the Cotton Bowl, if that happened. Yeah. I, I mean, my ideal situation, if you are people that are supporting for Power Six rooting and all that crap, I, well, Power Six and all that, your 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 best bet is Cincinnati at three taking on Michigan because that's Cincinnati's best way into getting a national championship game with Georgia. That'd be a good game, Michigan. Did. Cincinnati. That'd be a good game. Yeah. Cincinnati also has a solid chance of winning that game, too. That's the thing. Yeah, I mean, don't get me All wrong. Right. One last, a lot of people, one last thing a lot of people, before we go. One, one second, we talk about this. Hey, oh. one second. No, I, I mean, people. I, 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 I need to say this quickly. I need to say this quickly. People are underestimating Cincinnati too much just because they're not in Power Five. They are underestimating them, and it's kind of it's kind of sad <laughs> into the Power Five bias. That's why I'm rooting for Cincinnati a little bit more than normal. One more thing. One more thing. We want to talk about a certain name that we were talking about earlier in our group yes, chat. Yes, that's what I was trying to do. Short Sean Shivers. You're talking about Shimers. I'm talking about George Pickens. Well, George Pickens is going to make Georgia going to beat Alabama. Let's, let's leave it as that. Well, we were talking about two names in the group chat, so I'm just kind of confused on who we were going to talk about. JP's uh, talk, I'm confused already as well, so don't even worry. I'm not confused. He said one more thing, and then he talked. He said two more things. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's not told. He said two more things. I didn't say two more things. All right, Ace, wrap, Ace, wrap this up because I'm about. No, I just want to talk about George Pickens coming back from an ACL that he tore. Bro, Paris. George Pickens is going to make Georgia be untouchable. We know right? that. Well, well, then just leave it as that. Why are you all so right. mad, Erica? Let's wrap right, this that up. That is all man. for I'm tonight's sleepy. episode. Oh my god. Ace, Ace is losing his crap. So thank you all for coming out tonight. It was a great episode overall. As I said before, be a friend, tell a friend, and like, share, subscribe. And we will keep delivering the goods for you guys. All right. I like just remember JP nope. for coming out tonight for for explaining his point of view over that hideous game that happened in Louisiana. That fan base should be ashamed, and it should be, yeah. All right, Mister Mini Stephen A. Smith, you done? I know. I know someone's mad. <laughs> no, I'm just making sure you're done. I was just gonna say, make sure you guys remember, no running gun tomorrow at eight. So don't 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 even try refreshing the YouTube page trying to figure out why it's not there. And then I don't think JP's. I don't know if he's gonna do any videos. If he's gonna do college football breakdown since no FAMU games anymore. I don't know what he's playing on that. We'll no. figure something out maybe. We'll just probably stick with last get for the month. Yeah, no, we're we're done. It's unfortunate it came to an end. I I I really wanted to see FAMU and James Madison play, but it's. It, it's what's done is done. We're done for the year. Uh, thank you everybody for tuning into that. That was fantastic. Um, we'll be back next season though, kicking off with UNC week zero and then down to Miami for the orange blossom classic again against for a rematch against Jackson state. So 
It's all fun. I think I got my first FAMU game wrong this week. That was the first game I picked wrong. It was. I had every game right for them this season. It was. And we're going to find a way to get both of these guys to – A game. We're going to have to go to the game. A game well, somewhere. Be Blossom Classic, although I don't know if one of these guys can handle Miami. Uh, we'll find a way to get one of the, both of these guys to homecoming or even the classic. Mm-hmm. Miami, because I don't like I said, I don't, I don't know who here can handle Miami out of these two, but we'll see. But folks, yeah, that's gonna do it for us. We hope you've enjoyed. Have a blessed week, you all. Yes, take care. <laughs>